0: Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. It is a first. A police drone will be keeping watch over the New Year's Eve celebration in New York's Times Square. Details from correspondent Julie Walker.
2: The unmanned eye in the sky is the latest tool in the NYPD's ever expanding arsenal of counterterrorism
3: technology.
2: Several of the department's drones are equipped with thermal imaging, 3D mapping, and strong camera lenses to magnify a subject. Police Commissioner James
3: O'Neill says, in addition, about 7,000 police officers will be on duty.
0: When it comes to the safety and protection we provide, there will be much the public will see and much the public won't see. And the bottom line is this. People will be safe.
2: And the police commissioner says there are no known credible threats to the city or the New Year's Eve event in Times Square. Julie Walker, New York.
0: This is S R N News.
1: Mike Gallagher just sees things working under President Trump.
0: Americans are talking about the crisis at the border in a way that we've never talked about it before. We're having a conversation about all of this in a way that we never had in the past and in a way that we never would without the election of Donald Trump without his impetus, without his leadership.
1: The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM
4: 1280,
1: The Patriot. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker in just a few moments. Some of your favorite AM 1280 The Patriot shows are available in podcast form, though. Listen on demand at am1280thepatriot.com. Look for the podcast tab. You'll find a deep archive of interviews, conversations on the big happenings of the week, and other hot topics. That is AM 1280 The Patriot. Click on podcasts. I have 31 with a low of 24 today. Looks like are going to be sunny skies and then a chance of snow later on. This soldier greeting is brought to you by Schaefer
2: Archery in Burnsville, servicing all your archery needs. Hi, I'm Lieutenant Colonel Paul Sarver from Wyoming, Minnesota, wishing everybody back home a happy holiday.
3: Schaefer Archery is proud to salute our soldiers, serving to keep us safe this holiday. Schaefer Archery is your local archery expert, with great deals on bows from Matthews, Hoyt, and PSE. They have the perfect gift for the bow hunter in your life. Stop in and talk to the experts, or check them out at schaeferarchery.com.
0: Touch the Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
1: Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com.
2: Now is the best time to get your new vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. It's the final days of the Hyundai Holiday Sales Event, and you get all the gifts, big discounts, huge incentives, and great finance rates on Hyundai Elantra, Santa Fe, Sonata, and the compact sport utility that has America buzzing, the Hyundai Kona. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain and Hyundai Assurance. And when you purchase a vehicle from Invergrove Hyundai, you're automatically enrolled in the Saxon Rewards Program. You'll earn money for future vehicle purchases, plus get exclusive savings on food, gas, and car washes at local businesses and restaurants. The Hyundai Holiday Sales Event ends January 2nd at Invergrove Hyundai. If you can't make it in before then, though, don't worry. They'll be here to serve you when you're ready because Invergrove Hyundai is part of the Saxon Auto Group. They've been getting it right for over four generations. Invergrove Hyundai,
4: online at invergrovehyundai.com. Do you long for something better? Family Innovations wants you to know that you can have a better marriage, better relationships, a better view of yourself and the world around you. Family Innovations was created to provide counseling with healing and freedom for everyone who comes to them. Whether you are seeking guidance through a difficult season or freedom from a past trauma, they are the beginning of something better. There is a location near you, so contact FamilyInnovations.com. FamilyInnovations.com.
1: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
0: It's time now for a smart, plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker, a Parker Daniels keyboard, wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host,
2: Andrew Parker.
3: I'm impressed with my attorney,
2: Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his
3: directions. Bernie nope. knows his it way It's around, Sunday, so 4 o'clock, and that means it's the best hour in radio of the entire week. The best hour in media anywhere. It is the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. And many of you out there ask, "What is our aim on the victory hour?" And Winston Churchill, weekly we hear from, well, almost every week. Uh, Adam, do we have a ready? Uh, what is our aim on the victory hour?
4: What is our aim?
0: I can only say one word: victory. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. For without victory there is no survival. Let that be realized.
3: Let that be realized. And the theme of today's show is, well, a New Year's resolution. Calling things out for what they are. And Winston Churchill always did that. In stark and sober detail, he did that. And we need to come back to that moving into 2019. Two days away from New Year's, the first day, the first bell to ring of 2019. And so today, a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk briefly about what was 2018 And uh, more so about what we hope to come in 2019. Also on today's show, we're going to talk about a couple of issues in the news, as I have been talking about over the last several period of time, Uh, and that is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, indeed, she is still in the news, as unbelievable as it is. The 29-year-old one-time barkeep, Ocasio-Cortez, now a member of Congress. In our infinite wisdom, we have decided to make her one of the 435 of us who get to actually make policy. We're going to talk a little bit about Casio Cortez, as well as our own, our very own here in Minnesota, Ilhan Omar, and the progressive movement in the Democratic Party. Uh, We're also going to talk uh, in either the second or third segment of the show today about Israel, and we're going to talk about something I have been referencing over the last several weeks and promising to get to, but had not been able to, but today we will. I want to talk to you about Judea and Samaria. I want to talk to you about the West Bank. I want to talk to you about settlements, something you hear about all the time. And I want to try to dispel the myths related to the biblical territory, the area just Uh, well, what is called the West Bank, the West Bank of the Jordan River, and the area which is so hotly disputed, an area in which Jews have resided for thousands of years without interruption, at least in part. At times, many more in population Jews, but other times less, but uninterrupted over those thousands of years in Judea and Samaria, perhaps the most influential area in all of Jewish life, uh, the biggest, most significant, most impactful events in world history, arguably, have occurred in Judea, Judea and Samaria. So we're going to talk about that as well as uh, the settlements and truth and myth as it relates to that. Uh, And then toward the end of the show, we will get on to the new year, as it were. It is the Victory Hour, brought to you by Parker Daniels Keyboard. And pull out that number two pencil and yellow pad because I want you to give me a call today. 651-289-4488. If we have time during the show... We will put you on the show and you may hear some things that spur some initiative on your part to give a call, get on the air, banter with yours truly, Andrew Parker, about the issues of the day. See if you can convince me otherwise. I have been convinced otherwise on subjects now and again as I continue to evolve in my thinking And it is one of those things that I am always open to, and I believe everyone should be, evolving in their truth, evolving in their thinking to make sure that they are getting grounding each and every day to their foundation, to their authentic self. And that is what we should be striving to do in this new year of 2019, being grounded in our authentic self. That is what I am doing. That is what each and every one of you should be doing. Connecting with your God-given talents. Sharpening those talents so that you can be the best you can be. But always with a foundation in your own authenticity. Not living someone else's life. Not living... A life of veils and disguises, but living your truth. And if we all come together from the different sources that we have of experience throughout our lives, all of us with different skills and abilities, God putting us together as one on this planet, we can certainly Make this a better world. So let's do that for 2019. I'll come back and talk about that a little bit later on in the show. I wanted to start with this uh, article I read about uh, Representative-elect Ocasio-Cortez, who got in a little bit of a, uh, a tiff with one of her fellow Democrats, Claire McCaskill, she will not be a fellow Democrat. She's a senator from Missouri as she got defeated this last go-around, as many of you know, by Josh Howley. She lost her reelection campaign in November. McCaskill, I don't know if that caused her to be upset or if she were just speaking the plain truth, but I believe it to be the latter. She stated she's a little confused why Ocasio-Cortez is, quote, the thing of the day. Hmm. I'm a little confused by that as well, but if you think about it for even a moment, you understand why. This uh, 29-year-old one-time barkeep, Ocasio-Cortez, who frankly, I'm going to say, knows very little, but she talks a lot. She is the thing for the media. The rising star, the cause celeb to be discussed for who knows how long, because she is pushing the progressive movement, the youth movement, I would call it the ignorant movement, with very little analysis into any of the effects of the policies she refers to. She is pushing it and pushing it hard. She's a democratic socialist. Self-described. And uh, McCaskill says, The rhetoric is is cheap. Getting results is a lot harder. I hope she also, she meaning Ocasio-Cortez, realizes that the parts of the country that are rejecting the Democratic Party, and this is McCaskill speaking, like a whole lot of white, working-class voters, need to hear about how their work is going to be respected and the dignity of their jobs and how we can really stick to issues that we can actually accomplish something on. Yes, that's a Democrat, McCaskill. She lost because her party just does not support that view. Ocasio-Cortez, though, won, and she is getting power and strength in the House of Representatives given to her by Nancy Pelosi because her party, the Democratic Party, supports the Democratic Socialist view. And there it is. Stay with us. We're going to be back right after the break to talk about our own Ilhan Omar very uh, briefly as well as a story in the news which, well, will blow your mind. You've got to stay with us to hear this one. We'll be right back, and in the meantime, go to Parker DK to learn a little more about one of the best, if not the best law firms in the state of Minnesota, a law firm that just in the past year has doubled in size and is on a growth spurt as uh, large as any because of the success that we have had at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot.
3: Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to
2: ParkerDK.com. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. It is so exciting to think that the Lord loves us in such a way that He sent His Son to provide the way for us to be directed perfectly, gently, and effectively. C.S. Lewis bluntly stated this fact, Aim at heaven, and you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. None of us can serve two masters. We try, but we cannot do it. As the hymn says, keep your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of the earth will grow strangely dim. I pray that we can be used by each other to exhort and edify the church and grow the real kingdom.
1: This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's word to examine our hearts and our
2: motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166. Or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net.
4: Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company? And now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note. And I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in this regard, we win. contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. Hello.
3: Hello, hello. It is the victory hour with the Tommy Dorsey Big Band sound. This Sunday, two days before New Year's, what an appropriate time. For the classics... As you tune in, of course, to hear about politics, Israel, and the law, and Parker Daniels' keyboard, but also to hear some of the best music that you will ever hear, Uh, the classics, whether they be uh, heavy metal rock and roll, new wave, hip-hop, country. Or even uh, soundtracks from various Broadway musicals. Or we had Alvin and the Chipmunks the other week. All the way to Tommy Dorsey this week. The classics. Whatever genre. Foundational in the fundamentals. That's what we're about. Smart plain Talk. Let's turn to the 5th Congressional District in the state of Minnesota. And specifically, Ilhan Omar, elected to the seat once held by the inimitable Keith Ellison. And Omar describes Ellison as, quote, like a big brother to me, close quote. Does that mean that her uncle is Louis Farrakhan? I'm trying to I'm trying to get a sense of that. I know the relationship between Keith Ellison and Louis Farrakhan uh, may not be blood related, but it is closely related in terms of his admiration for Louis Farrakhan. Although he says he has distanced himself, this is Keith Ellison, the like a brother. To Ilhan Omar. We're going to describe who it is that she just the other day describes as being like a brother. Who is this person? Oh, it's Keith Ellison, the one accused more than once of abuse against women. The one who has come out vociferously, aggressively, in support of, indicted, and also Convicted cop killers, the one who for years and years, during his formative adult years, stood in full-throated support of the beliefs and ideals of Louis Farrakhan, one of the most virulent anti-Semites, known in the United States, one who never really distanced himself from Farrakhan, but in recent years, very recent years, indeed over the past five years, has met with Farrakhan, gone to events with Farrakhan, On at least three occasions, one of which was a private meeting with Andre Carson, Farrakhan, and Ellison in a hotel room in Washington, D.C. That is unquestionable, and I completely stand by, even though Ellison continues to walk around it and deny it. It is proven, it is unequivocal. And he is lying about it. That is who Ilhan Omar calls her brother. And that is who the voters of the 5th Congressional District in the state of Minnesota, in downtown Minneapolis, many of whom are Jewish, voted for. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar believes Israel the one and only, the single, the sole nation in the entire world for Jews, the only Jewish state, that she describes it as an apartheid state. She describes it as one that should be sanctioned by the world community, that should be boycotted by the world community. She is a disgrace and I want her to come on the air and defend her statements face-to-face or if she's afraid to do that on the phone, she can call in. I want her to defend her statements. I want her to defend that she went before the Jewish community prior to this recent election and said she was opposed to boycott divestment, and sanctions against Israel And then after she was elected, very shortly after, she came out stating she was in support of it. Oh, I'm sure she'll waffle those words. But the recordings don't lie. Those who witnessed it don't lie. It's a disgrace, and I will not discontinue calling her out for it, and it does not make me an Islamophobe, because it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with her views. She's a member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, and she has negotiated with House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, the leader of the Democrats is negotiating with this woman to have some additional power. Freshmen to have more committee chairmanships and spots on powerful panels and committees, usually reserved for more seasoned members, such as the Ways and Means Committee. That is what is happening to the Democratic Party. And make no mistake about it, It is troubling. Some would say the Freedom Caucus in the Republican Party was troubling. But they never were given the control that the Progressive Caucus is being given in the Democratic Party. Yes, they had 40-some votes in the Republican Caucus, which in and of itself gave them control. Nothing the Republicans could do about that other than try to work with them, but they didn't give over the party to the Freedom Caucus. But believe me, it is an issue. Not that the Freedom Caucus is bad, but I think, coming from just my own personal view here, as the other statements I make are as well, the Freedom Caucus can get in the way of getting important things done here in the United States. Our legislature is not intended to be pristine and sterile and completely rid of any sorts of the hurly-burly of making legislation. It is intended to move incrementally. It is intended to move with compromise. Freedom Caucus is often uncompromising. And that's a mistake. It's gotten in the way of immigration policy reform, which would have done us far better than where we sit today. It's gotten in the way of Obamacare uh, reform, i.e. health care reform, which would have been far better than where we sit today. And in fact, it's even gotten in the way of uh, tax reform to some extent and welfare reform. So, uh, there, there is trouble to be spread around. But the Progressive Caucus is the trouble for the Democratic Party, and Ilhan Omar is a leader therein. As they pull the wool over the young voters of this country and try to get them to the polls and get them to vote for these ideas that are damaging, destructive. And if you ever spent more than a bit of time explaining it, smart young folks in this country would understand it and run quickly from the Progressive Caucus, one that they uh, run toward because it is the brightest light initially. Dean Phillips and Angie Craig, elected by the Democrats in Minnesota also, They understand that, and they are not part of that progressive caucus. Much more moderate, somewhat pro-business caucus. Uh, Somewhat, I say. We are going to be right back, and we're going to talk about Israel and Judea and Samaria, so make sure you stay tuned uh, with us and come back. Uh, I also want to open the next segment with a story that you will not want to miss. It is the victory hour. We're at 651 And while we're on this break, go to the often referred to, at least sometimes at least, I think it's a sometimes referred to, award-winning website, parkerdk.com. And come right back. We'll be here. AM 1280 The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com.
1: Hi, this is Tom Barrett, president of Lean Partners. We are celebrating 15 years of helping Minnesota companies dramatically improve their margins, delivery, quality, and generate capacity. We'd like to recognize a few of our clients by having them share their story.
0: I'm Mike Kennison, vice president of manufacturing at ProtoLabs. Our core values of achievement, trust, and teamwork are centered around our key stakeholder, our employees. We realize that in order to create the most value for our customers and shareholders, we need to first and foremost invest in our employees in three years lean partners has helped us create and implement a leadership training program that is relevant and scalable across the broad set of our employees the lean partners leadership training program has made a significant impact on protolab's continuous improvement efforts for both processes and systems as well as talent development
1: thanks mike are you interested in a customized plan to improve your business performance visit myleanpartners.com that's myleanpartners.com
3: Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm downtown Minneapolis. Love Tommy Dorsey. This is a tribute to... My father, I love my father, who listened to the big band sound during his formative years of growing up in the 30s and 40s, Tommy Dorsey, uh, I think he uh, fell in love and was able to convince my mom to marry him over uh, Tommy Dorsey music. So I have a lot to thank uh, Tommy Dorsey for. So we have him on this week on the Victory Hour. Let me turn to a story in the news that you may not have read about. The deconstruction of sex-related biology and how that might affect us in the world today. Well, I'll tell you, just about a month ago, students at Princeton University celebrated the third annual menstruation celebration. Mm-hmm. That's what the kids are celebrating now on campus. Uh, and um, the event, uh, that some of the promotional pieces wrote, signs at the celebration included one supporting the Menstrual Equity for All Act. Uh, another one explained menstruation. Another urged people to stop referring to menstruation as a women's issue because... Transgender and non binary people get periods as well. All right, so that's what's happening on uh on campus. The uh the college uh the Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri also celebrated something similar. They recently put out a, uh, a statement about their celebration. Consistent with our culture's expanding understanding of the definition of womanhood, the college's admissions policy will recognize both sex and gender identity in its determination of a student's eligibility for admission and enrollment. So if you are a woman, you can put man. If you're a man, I think you can put woman. I'm not certain of that, though. Uh, Because the college has expanded its definition of womanhood to include both sex and gender. Okay. The college will also continue to admit and enroll students who were born female, but who identify as non-binary, meaning students who experience their gender identity as falling outside the category of a man or a woman. OK, so when you do the gender drop down and you get eight or ten different selections, uh, you know, uh, call a friend. I guess that's as good as you can do. Because uh, I don't know how you'd fill that out. Listen, the social deconstruction of men and women, it, it isn't just I mean, it's not a laughable matter. It's very serious. And there are people that identify uh, with different things. OK, but. But to start to change our definitions, to tar- start to change our science, our biology, things that we know to be fact, such as XX chromosome, XY chromosome, scientific, immutable biological characteristics. They are defined as female and male. And now we're redefining it. It's the problem I had with redefining marriage. Yes, you can come at it from a religious perspective. Fine. Many people didn't. I didn't. I don't like redefining a term. Yes, you want to give equal rights uh, to the gay community who who have uh, staunch love for one another, just like a heterosexual uh, partner uh, might. Fine, but do we have to redefine terms that are, in in many respects, sacrosanct in our uh, society, like the term female and male? Procreation comes from that. Uh, you know these flagrant anti scientific ideas. are going to come back to haunt us. As we pull away from what we know to be true, it will become more and more difficult for us to commonly define what and who we are. In the absence of social definitions that are anchored in fact and truth, we're going to drift further away from any sort of consensus, from any sort of understanding of what people are even talking about, where it becomes Babel and it becomes anything goes. It is the anything goes society. Danger, Will Robinson. I want to now turn to Israel. It's something that I want to uh, talk in sober detail about. First, Judea and Samaria. I want to dispel some myths some falsehoods, and be very clear on the point. Is Judea and Samaria an area, this is the west bank of the Jordan River, is it an area that is, quote, occupied territory? And I will tell you with no uncertainty, it is not. It is not occupied territory, because for it to be occupied, somebody else has to have owned it, had it, legally. And that just isn't the case. At most, it's disputed territory, and I would suggest to you it isn't even that. It is Jewish land, and it has been for thousands of years. Now, let's bring it up to more current terms. In 1967, following the Six-Day War, Israel captured the Golan Heights, the Gaza Strip, and Judea and Samaria. It's known as the West Bank of the Jordan River. The Jewish settlement in Judea and Samaria is one of the main issues of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. You are had to believe. And it is said that any future agreement will demand an innovative solution to the issue of Judea and Samaria. Okay, fine. Why did Israel capture the area? Well, Go back to May of 1967. Three Arab countries, Egypt, Syria, and then joining the fray, Jordan, imposed an unlawful siege and blockade on Israel and amassed their armies in attack positions in order to destroy the Jewish state. They had attempted to do it immediately when Israel announced itself as the first and only, not the first, the only and the sole Jewish state in the entire world after the vote of the United Nations. 1948, the Arabs were not successful. In 58, the Egyptians were not successful in the Sinai campaign either. In 67, it was the most most dangerous of all, arguably, although the War of Independence may well have been, because... because of the uh, blockade of the Suez Canal. As a result of the Arab aggression and within its rights of self-defense, Israel captured the Sinai Peninsula in '67 and the Golan Heights, as well as Judea and Samaria and the Gaza Strip. Jordan had control of Judea and Samaria when Israel captured it in 67. Okay? So did Judea and Samaria belong to Jordan at the time of the war in 1967? Absolutely not. And be clear on this point. The land didn't belong to them. In order to explain this, you have to go back to 1917. World War I, following the British victory over the Ottomans, Britain's foreign minister, Lord Balfour, who shared joint control over the Middle East with France, France had Syria in that area, recognized the Jewish people's historical right to their homeland, Lord Balfour. In an area of land equivalent to 0.5%, one half of 1% of the Middle East, was allocated to form the Jewish homeland. And the land included Judea and Samaria. It included Judea and Samaria. The land at that time, identified as a Jewish state, was nearly four times what Israel's current size is. Do you hear me? Nearly four times of what Israel's current size is is what the League of Nations, the predecessor to the U.N., identified as the Jewish state. When we get back, come back, we're going to talk about who the West Bank belongs to. Is it really occupied territory? I've given you the lead-in. We're going to identify whether it's really occupied territory, and we're also going to talk briefly About the new year. So stay with us. We'll be right back. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. AM 1280,
1: The Patriot.
4: Contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com.
2: Now is the best time to get your new vehicle at Invergrove Hyundai. It's the final days of the Hyundai Holiday Sales Event, and you get all the gifts, big discounts, huge incentives, and great finance rates on Hyundai Elantra, Santa Fe, Sonata, and the compact sport utility that has America buzzing, the Hyundai Kona. Every new Hyundai comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. And when you purchase a vehicle from Invergrove Hyundai, you're automatically enrolled in the Saxon Rewards Program. You'll earn money for future vehicle purchases, plus get exclusive savings on food, gas, and car washes at local businesses and restaurants. The Hyundai Holiday Sales Event ends January 2nd at Invergrove Hyundai. If you can't make it in before then, though, don't worry. They'll be here to serve you when you're ready, because Invergrove Hyundai is part of the Saxon Auto Group. They've been getting it right for over four generations. Invergrove Hyundai, online at InvergroveHyundai.com.
3: How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system. There was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We're back. It's the Victory Hour on this last segment of the last hour of the last Victory Hour in 2018. We were talking about Judea and Samaria on the other side of the break. By the way, go to parkerdk.com for one of the best websites you'll ever see and a Website that will uh, give you some insight into one of the best law firms, downtown Minneapolis. As we talk about Judea and Samaria, we are to the point of talking, uh, who does the West Bank, Judea and Samaria, belong to? Historically, it belonged to the Jewish people, the Jewish people living there, sojourning there, if you will, throughout the millennia. Thousands of years, written all the way back to the Torah, to the Bible, the five books of Moses, the uh, parchment paper that has been retrieved from 2,000 years ago in that area. Hebrew, the Israelis, the Jews, I should say, the Jewish people, the Israelites living there then. The city of David you see in Jerusalem, living there then. It's there today. You can see it, touch it, feel it. There was never, ever, a Palestinian state anywhere, let alone in that area. There has never been a political entity that belonged to the Palestinians. There has never been a Palestinian people that is a made-up term. These are Arab people who are citizens of other Arab countries or nations who live in that area. Those areas where they lived were always controlled by either the Ottomans or another Arab nation. According to the evolution of the international agreements from 1917, which I talked about on the other side of the break, until 1947, when the UN developed the partition plan, the land of Israel, which was renamed Palestine by the Romans in the second century, it had been Israel, was divided into three states from 1917 to 1947 during those 30 years. Jordan, and that would be east of the Jordan River, and then west of the Jordan River was a Jewish and Arab state that was sharing the land. While the Jews accepted the painful compromise shrinking the size of their land by over 75%, the Arabs in that area refused and instead launched a war of aggression against the re-established Jewish state, the State of Israel, in 1948. Jordan occupied the area of Judea and Samaria and illegally annexed it at the time of the cessation of hostilities, the armistice, in 1949 illegally annexing it. They controlled the area at the time of cessation, of the ceasefire. And they then took it. At no time from 49 until 67 did the Palestinians demand their own state. At no time did they say that this was theirs and they should govern it. That only occurred in 1967. And thereafter. And it was then that the Israelis, as I talked about it, on the in the previous uh, during the previous segment, uh, took the area of Judea and Samaria. Because of the annexation of the land by Jordan was not recognized and was considered illegal, and because the British had given up their claim in 1948 to the uh, to that land, there was truly nobody who governed or owned that land within, legally within their borders, their sovereign borders. Because the land did not belong to Jordan, the frequently used term occupied territories is entirely false. And to the extent that it is occupied, it is Jordan and only Jordan that would have had it previously. Remember, the PLO was formed in 1964 before Israel captured a single square foot of the West Bank. They were, they, they were established to uh, create a Palestinian state in Israel's place, not alongside Israel. They have never recognized Israel. Hamas has never recognized Israel or its right to exist. And that is the number one obstacle to peace. Next week, we're going to talk about settlements because you often hear that that's the number one obstacle to peace, which is laughable. And we will prove the point uh, without little, uh, with, with very little doubt. Now let's turn to the new year. Quickly, 2018 in review. What do you think of it? Well, listen, North Korea, some momentous historic discussions with the North Koreans. Now it has not realized any sort of final deal, but it's the beginning. And it was an important beginning. Brett Kavanaugh, takes his seat on the highest court in the land after what can be described nothing less than a crazy nomination confirmation process, the Me Too movement uh, becoming a, uh, a bit more mature in its years. As it started out the year before, or a couple of years before, throwing a bit scattershot, became a bit more focused in its attention. That's the only reason I call it more mature. It it has evolved into something with some particular intention, the Me Too movement, as it went after uh, Brett Kavanaugh. But not Keith Ellison. Oh, no. little inconsistency there, don't you think? That's what 2018 brought us. It also brought us a change in the House of Representatives, an election of lunacy into the Democratic Party. Hey, Meghan Markle and uh, Prince Harry got married in 2018. Don't forget uh, that. It was the end of the Castro era, nearly six decades of the Castro era. Mike Pence became the first ever U.S. vice president to speak to the Knesset in Israel Jerusalem was recognized as the capital of Israel by the United States, and the embassy was moved, all very important in 2018. For 2019, commitments. One, call things what they are. Two, celebrate differences. Sounds like a left-wing trope, but it isn't. Celebrate differences, real ones. Solve immigration and keep our Constitution and our principles strong. And support Israel, not the murderers. And be sure to make the distinction. Another great hour of the Victory Hour. Thank you for being with us. I'm Andrew Parker. This week, go to parkerdk.com regularly, and we'll be here next Sunday, 4 o'clock. Be sure to join us in the meantime. Have a great week. These
0: words from Winston Churchill All the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word freedom. Justice, honor, duty, mercy,
1: and hope. AM 1280, The Patriot.
4: Here's a radio program that will push the limits, test the claims, and is not shy about telling you the facts of home products that have been hyped on local and national advertisements. The Home Science Show is for anyone who has picked up a hammer or owned a home. Dmitri Lipinski and Chris Linder put their years of knowledge and experience as owners of home improvement companies to use for you. This show is rated
1: E for entertaining and R for reactions after you hear the truth each Sunday morning at 10 here on AM 1280, The Patriot.